0: You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. On today's episode, I want to do something just a drop different, but not too different. I want to answer a bunch of questions from people who have written in, but not just written in, but people who have also been writing in Trip's Corner. You've heard me maybe talk about Trips Corner before. I say maybe because maybe you don't listen to every single episode, but if you heard me talk about it, then you know that Trips Corner is my private Facebook group. I say private because if you're on Facebook and you're in this group, nobody will know that you're in there except for the people who are in the group. So no post is public. And in Trips Corner, people get to ask questions, I get to help answer them my teammate Joe gets to help answer them and of course other people get to chime in as well. If you know Facebook groups, then it's a nice conversation about the topic within the group. And This topic is all about meeting women, dating, attraction, online dating, approach anxiety, everything. Everything we talk about here in the how to talk to girls podcast and in order to get access to trips corner you can do that by purchasing any of the trip advice programs whether it be one of the video courses or if it's coaching you will get access to it the reason why I do that is because I want to make sure that there is a quality control aspect to trips corner if I let anyone in and as you know there's a tens of thousands if not hundreds of thousands of people who listen to the how to talk to girls podcast. There's hundreds of thousands of people who watch the YouTube videos. It would be a disaster and we don't want any random person in there. We want people in there who are investing in something, who are serious about it. right? When they invest in something like a program, a video course, coaching, whatever it may be, that means they really want to get results and they're dedicated to the issue. So I have a whole group of people that are dedicated to solving this issue and those are people you want to be around. Those are successful people, people who really want to try so I want you to be one of those people. Join Trips Corner. And again, today I'm going to be answering questions from the Trips Corner group. I don't normally do that, but I wanted to just show a little love to the group and get their questions answered. It will be 100% anonymous just because they are not writing into the podcast. Now I'll make sure to leave out any details that could even come close to coming back to who they are. And I'm also going to answer just one question of someone who wrote in today to the how to talk to girls podcast. You can also write in email trip at tripadvice.com put in the subject line podcast question and I'll answer your question here on the podcast which I'm going to do right now. This is from T. He says hi Trip. I recently came across your podcast and it's been extremely helpful and has already done wonders for me in approaching women, getting numbers and getting dates. Awesome. I'm recently divorced, only a few months. My wife sprung it on me out of nowhere with papers ready and things moved very quickly. My question for you pertains to the recency of my divorce. When I tell them that I've been divorced for a couple of months, they say, oh, I've been divorced for X number of years. You're not ready for anything serious. They are right. I was with my ex-wife for 20 years. I'm not ready to jump back into anything serious at this point. I'm caught in a catch-22. I can't move on from my ex until time has passed. How do I handle the recency of divorce issues? Am I stuck just sitting around alone for a few years without companionship or physical intimacy until my divorce is more dated? Thanks for any help you can offer. Great question. I work with a tremendous amount of guys who are going through divorce and I help coach them. A lot of guys do sign up for the coaching program and you can do that at coachedbytrip.com. Also before I answer this question I know I left something out. If you want to join Trip's Corner, my private Facebook group, you can like I said get any of the courses or coaching. I'll put links to all of those in the show notes. So if you want to get my hooked program or if you want to jump into coaching, all those links are in the show notes. Okay, T back to you. I have some great advice. So, First of all, I understand you're in a catch-22. It feels weird. It's like, well, to move on from your ex, you need to meet other women, but other women won't date you because you are too recently divorced. I believe there's a middle ground. So, First of all, you said something that really sticks out. You said to me right here that you are not ready to move on. That was your words. I'm not ready to jump back into anything serious at this point. So what you're doing is you're looking for, I guess we can call them loose relationships, casual relationships, friends with benefits. I don't believe that's really going to do much for you. I think that when you start to sleep with women or date and it's not for something serious, just to get over your ex and have this rebound situation, I believe it's going to hurt more than it's going to help. I've heard it before, I've heard a lot of guys who end up feeling even more lonely after they just like sleep with a woman to rebound. Things remind them of their ex because they're now recently getting into some sort of dating situation. So It's been a few months for you, you're not ready. I do not recommend that you go back out there and start dating and guess what, you don't need to go out there and meet a bunch of women to help this getting over your wife. Of course, it does help and in some senses, but it's a very, very quick fix that could lend itself, like I said, to potentially more anxiety and depression from what I've heard. So Here's what I would say. You have two options. One, of course, I can't control what you do. You might still go out and try to meet and date women. If you do, I wouldn't try to bring up your divorce. If there's any way that you can, you don't have to lie about it, but maybe just don't bring it up. Don't talk about it. So That would be one thing so then you can at least get some chances at going on more dates with these women. That's one idea. Like I said, don't recommend that route. The other route I would say is focus on you. You've been connected to a woman for so many years now. You have been probably codependent because that naturally happens when you're in a long term relationship or marriage. You become dependent on the other person for a lot of things that you didn't even realize. And You need to learn how to be by yourself and love yourself again and learn how to deal with the loneliness and deal with the pain without having someone else there. A lot of people like to jump to another woman very quickly. I don't recommend that. Jump to yourself. Date yourself. Find hobbies again. I'm not saying be alone. You can meet friends. You can start making more friends. You can Start learning new skills. Start crafting a relationship with yourself. At the very beginning, this is going to be very hard. I will tell you right now, this will not be easy. This will be very, very hard. However, there is a lightness that starts to happen. You feel a little bit more light as you get used to the fact that you are on your own, that you are able to create a life for yourself. You start to build self-esteem. It's really incredible what happens. And once you start working on all the different areas of your life and having this new crafted relationship with yourself, and by the way, I've done this many times. I've gone through breakups. And it's really hard and you start to feel lonely right afterwards, like you are right now. And I Listen, I can't relate to you. I didn't I've not been married for 20 years, but at least I understand somewhat of what the pain you're feeling is and it might take a lot longer for you, but it's going to be worth it. Don't jump back into anything, serious or not. Jump into yourself, learn how to be with yourself. And I want you to focus on being an awesome guy without having to have any external validation from women or anyone else. And this might take a year. Okay, so be it. It's going to be hard, but you need to learn how to be your own person. And then you'll be ready to get back in and do some dating, whether it's for casual or for serious. That is my advice to you, T. I hope it helps. I understand you're listening to this podcast and you've gotten so good at being able to approach women, get numbers and dates and all that stuff. But maybe it's time to take time for yourself. Let's get into another question from Trips Corner. This is anonymous and he says this, I've been single for two years. I've gone on a couple of dates but it's very rare that I get any dates from online dating. I'm assuming my pictures suck even though I think they are decent. As for talking to strangers in public, I just can't do it. I'm an introvert and I don't drink. I went out last night to a very busy place that has multiple bars all within walking distance packed full of people and ordered water with a lime. For four hours, multiple different bars, I didn't talk to a single person. Also, too loud everywhere. Everywhere I go during the day slash week, I see women I'm attracted to but the last thing I want to do is a cold approach them. I find it creepy honestly. I'm also unapproachable because I look pissed off all the time even though I'm really not. I've read slash listened to everything about meeting women, but I just can't do the cold approach. I rely on online dating, which has never worked for me. It's almost like I need someone to physically make me go talk to a girl. Sorry for the long post. I've struggled with this area for my life for so long and don't know what to do anymore. Is there in-person training on how to be more social anywhere or on how to build communication skills? Okay, first of all, there is. I do that. And that is something that you can learn more about at coachedbytrip.com. So you can apply to do that. But let's talk about this. You can start off this process by yourself before you get into coaching, because I'm going to give you some tips right now. And if it's still hard, then coaching is going to be the way to go for you. But here's what you're going to want to do first, you need to stop. Well, <sighs> let me say this I relate to this more than you could possibly know. This was literally me to a T about, I don't know, 14 years ago. I was this exact same person. It feels like I wrote this. I went out for three to four hours to multiple bars to not talk to a single person, just like you, sir. I was doing online dating. I was getting a little bit more results than you, but I wasn't getting results in really the women that I really wanted to be with. I was definitely settling with every single woman that I matched or went on a date with. So, what you need to do is first, I would stop online dating. And that's a whole other process. And by the way, you can learn about how to have a great profile and how to match with more women from my online dating course. I'll put a link in the show notes and the description. Sorry, I'm not just trying to sit here and, and just tell you about all my courses, but I'm just saying it helps a lot. And I can't go into every detail about that right now. So let's put online dating to the side. Let's talk about cold approach. First of all, it's not creepy. You think it's creepy because you're afraid to do it and you're not confident and you have low self-esteem. So you don't feel you have something to offer. Someone who doesn't feel they have something to offer feels like it's creepy to talk to women. So when someone says it's creepy, it's because you're probably not thinking very highly of yourself. I was the same way too. I thought it was kind of creepy, kind of weird. And then as I started to grow and get more confident in myself, you know what happened? I started to think on this other level of, wait, women need to meet me. I'm awesome. I have discovered how amazing and awesome I am and people need to meet me. So I need to put myself out there. So that's a mindset shift for you right there. But I know mindset shifts don't do it all. So here's some more practical advice. Stop trying to go out and approach every single woman as if you're trying to pick them up. Stop trying to go out to bars only to try to get numbers. I have a feeling you might be doing that. And by the way, you're doing great. Water and a lime out, not drinking. Perfect. That's perfect. That's all you need to do. Don't drink and you don't. So that's fine. But when you go out and you talk to women and you do this approaching, start with really simple approaches. Guys underestimate the power of the simple approach. When you do a simple approach, first of all, it does, it does a few things. For you as a beginner, it's going to help you go out and start the process of what it's like to go and talk to women. Because right now, you don't need to go out to flirt, to get their numbers, to do all the things that I teach you on the podcast and my courses and yada, yada. You just need to go out and start saying hi. Or excuse me, do you know where the bathroom is? Or excuse me, do you know where there's a good bar around here? Or excuse me, what drink is that? That looks really good. Anything that's super easy that you can do and then leave. Because I understand that it's hard to stay in there for a guy who has high approach anxiety. It's not easy to stay into a conversation. So just get some information and then leave. Even though you don't need the information, that's okay. The whole point is getting yourself used to talking to women. And over time, sir, it is going to get easier and easier. So please continue to do that. Don't give up. Try that. And then come back to online dating. You can learn more about online dating. Here on the podcast, my course, whatever it may be, start there. I had a decent single guy weekend recently, some decent traction Saturday. Anybody have any advice on women asking your age? People are age obsessed and I'm in a position where I get judged pretty hard on it. I'm very young for my age and generally date girls at least 10 years younger than myself people usually guess I'm five to 10 years younger than I am. I don't really care about age differences and would date a girl closer to my age in certain circumstances. The younger girls tend to get spooked by the difference and the older ones think I'm not old enough or don't have enough money slash status when I give them the number. There are still some solid younger girls out there that want a real man and aren't happy with the boys their own age. So I'm optimistic about my prospects in general. Okay, so here's what I would do when it comes to age. When it comes to age, I want you to make sure that first of all, when you're saying your age, that you say it with a pretty straight face. If you make any jokes around it or say anything that could be self-deprecating, I'm not saying that you, you probably say this, but just as an example, saying like, oh, I'm old enough to be your dad or, or I know, yeah, I know, I know, I'm an old dude. Or, I don't know, whatever it may be, anything self deprecating, anything that's calling attention to it on your end is not going to work at all. So, you have to be confident in your age and don't bat an eye. And if they say something like, oh, you're too old, you're too young, whatever, then you can play it off and answer it as if it's a shit test, which is agree and exaggerate. You know, oh, yeah, it's crazy. Wow, I'm so older. Oh my God, I'm like 90 years old. Right. So, you're. That's not self-deprecation. In this sense, you're just making a joke off of what she said and you're blowing it out of proportion like it's not a big deal. The next step here is just move on to the next conversation as fast as you can. I'm sure that you're talking to a, a decent amount of women to, I would imagine, have this issue. But sometimes I'm a little wary because sometimes guys might go across a problem where they've only had this problem maybe three times. So, For you, sir, if this has happened three times, this is not a big deal. You just need to have more volume. and With more volume, you will find that you're actually going to get a lot of women who are younger who will be interested in you and older women as well. I wish I knew your age. Something tells me maybe you're like 30, 30, I don't know, 32. I would, by the way, if you are, because that really, I'm, I'm guessing you're 30 to 35. You're in that range. That's one of the best ranges to meet women. Actually, you're in the age range where you actually can meet everybody. You can meet everybody like 30 to 35. First of all, you're peaking. I, I can see your picture here. So you look somewhere in the, in the low 30s. Maybe you're in your late 30s. Even then, guys are usually doing very well for themselves at that time and they look more attractive at that time. So, if you are in that age range, know that you actually have access to everyone younger than you and everyone older than you. There are plenty of 22 year olds who would date a 30 year old guy, even a 33 year old guy. And to me, that's kind of young. I would recommend not dating anyone that much younger. it's just completely in another generation. I don't think you guys will connect on a lot. So if you're in your lower 30s, my recommendation is date women who are in their mid-20s and up. And if you want a family, absolutely be dating in the mid-20s and up because you're gonna want someone who's not past where they're where they're having any kind of fertile issues that happens to women usually over the age of 32, 33. So for you, you're looking too much into it. You're always going to have, and guys who are over 30 who are listening to this, you're always going to have a woman who's going to say you're too old or something like that. It's just going to happen. But let me tell you, you are right that most younger women, they do want a real man. They don't go for men their age. That has been proven across a large cultural study, 37 cultures to be specific by David Buss, who talks about the fact that women desire men who are older because those are guys who usually have more resources. And that is what women are attracted to, or at least the signs of more resources. It doesn't even have to be literal, you don't have to be super rich. And that's going to be a guy who's older, because it's assumed that that person has more resources and again, is generally more physically attractive to women. So again, sir, I would definitely, definitely move on from this as a problem and just keep going. Try not to call much attention to it and remember, you're probably peaking. Hey gents, need some advice. I started seeing this girl three weeks ago, just hanging out a couple times a week, with no real commitment. Didn't feel like it was getting too serious either. This past week she started getting more distant. So I gave her space, haven't talked to her in a few days and this morning she texts me, hey I'm sorry it took me so long to respond, been busy with family. I can tell I'm not in a spot to be in a relationship I know I don't have the time to put in the necessary effort. I think you're great, by the way, and I'm still up for hanging out if you want, but don't want to put off more than I can give. He continues, seems like she's just wanting to be friends with benefits, which is all right with me, but I was starting to like her. Okay, here's the deal, my friend. She is absolutely saying to you, and I'm super confident in this. She's not interested. It doesn't seem like she's interested in anything sexual or anything to that matter. And how I know? Listen to this. It's, you can read it between the lines. She says this. I think you're great, by the way, and I'm still up for hanging out. Okay, so what does that mean? That means she's not interested because women always want a relationship. I can tell you. So, whatever's going on here, she's putting you in the friend zone. So, understand that most likely, I'm 95% sure, there is not even a chance to do friends with benefits. She's giving you the I think you're great. It's just, she's not attracted. You did something that turned her off. You did something that made her feel less attracted to you. Don't know what that would be. It's hard to say, you didn't give enough details here, but that's definitely the case. Now, even if she was interested in a friends with benefits, which I don't believe she is. You said which is all right with me, but I I was starting to like her. Dude, you are going to absolutely fall more in like with her if you were to continue friends with benefits. So if you go off, you don't take my advice and you try to do this friends with benefits thing, you're going to like her even more. And then you're going to get stuck with a woman who's not that interested in you. That is dangerous because then you're going to waste time. And time is one of your most valuable resources that you could ever have. So what ends up happening is you end up with a woman who likes enough to hang out with you. You fall more in like with her and it's going to be all this time that you're going to have to get over her which can take several months and is very bad and go through a lot of negative uh, turmoil. That's a little redundant. Turmoil, I was, I was going to say negative emotions are going to be springing up left and right. But again, I don't think that matters because this is someone who's basically saying the, I'm just not that into you. And I want you to move on from her. And I want you to really look into and try not to overanalyze what maybe you did that could have unattracted her. Right? She started getting more distant. This is your classic case. I doubt that she was that busy with her family. It was probably a lie or a half lie. And here's also, uh, I'm going to read between the lines on what you said. I started seeing this girl three weeks ago or just hanging out a couple times a week. That's kind of a lot. For three weeks, I would be doing one time per week. To make sure that you're not appearing too needy. And also, you should be doing other things and concentrating on other people and dating other people. And that would be having you date one time per week. So, I'm wondering if you got needy with her, even though maybe you didn't seem like you were being needy. It's possible that you were trying to hang out with her a lot. I don't know. Maybe you said something that turned her off. I don't know. But here's the good news you have. dodged a woman that's not interested and that is good news because we don't want to hang out with women who are not interested in us. That is no good. We want to be only with women who are and women that don't have a high level of interest, done. We don't want to be spending any more time. We don't want to convince anyone. We want to be with someone who feels inspired to be with us, who says, I am in a spot to be in a relationship. Of course, they won't literally say that to you, but you'll know that because they won't say that they're not in a spot and they'll keep on hanging out with you. So That's what we want. Hope that helps. Move on. You seem like you're doing good so far. You're meeting women. You're getting to places. Keep going. Let's answer another question. However, this one is from someone who wrote in. So, this is from Johan. Here it is. Hey, Trip, over the past year, I've been following your content, and it has allowed me to drastically change my mindset about women and girlfriends and so on. I've gone from that boy that would basically throw himself at the first decent, desperate girl to one that started easily making out at parties. Finally, in January, I had to choose between two very hot girls that fell in love with me. When I wasn't even looking for a relationship until then. However, that relationship ended some time ago and I took my time to get over it, which was somehow much easier than it used to be. And now I'm on Tinder, not at all looking for anything serious as I'm leaving the country, Luxembourg, Europe, to move to Vienna in September. I did my account less than a week ago and my about me section literally says just fun. However, I got some matches, like seven or more I think, but as soon as I make it clear that I'm not looking for anything serious, they stop answering. I don't want to manipulate those girls by pretending I'm that guy looking for a big relationship until we meet and only making it obvious after like two dates that I'm not. Plus, I don't know whether I should go on dates with them or not, if I'm just looking for fun. Can you give me some tips on how to handle the situation? I thank you in advance. Best greetings, Johan. This is a great question. I really like this one. Yeah, that's right. We don't want to manipulate these girls. Most women are looking for a relationship. That's just the bottom line. Most women are looking for a relationship. However, as much as most women want a relationship, they still do want to have sex. They still do want to get physical with the guy and they're willing to do that and interested in doing that with the guy that they're attracted to and don't see anything further with. So what's happening here is you're filtering everyone out immediately by saying that you're looking just for fun. So naturally, most women that you're talking to on the apps, they're just going to ghost. They're not going to respond or you're just not going to get that many matches because most women don't want to feel like a slut. They don't want to feel like they're being used. So when they see a guy who has a, a, a profile that says just for fun, it's going to make them feel like they're being used and that there's no connection there. They automatically are thinking that when they see that there's a guy who's literally just looking for that. So my advice to you is don't put that in your profile. I don't think that's manipulative. You just don't have to put that in there. I don't think that's a lie. You're not answering a question. The profile is just about you. It's okay to leave that out. Now, back to the idea of manipulation. No, you don't want to pretend that you're a guy who's looking for a relationship. But you don't have to. You can treat it like you're just looking for fun. I've met plenty of women off of apps that I let them know when we met that... I'm not looking for anything serious. Some women say, okay, well, I'm not interested in seeing you anymore. And some women say, okay, that's cool. And they're cool with it. They're just mostly not going to be cool with that right off the bat, meaning right off of the dating profile. So here's the idea. And I, I tell this to guys in my coaching program all the time is that you're going to attract women in the same way no matter if you're looking for casual or if you're looking for a relationship. The only difference between a situation with a woman that's casual or a relationship is the way that you handle the relationship or I should say the way that you handle the interactions between you and her. So, A first date doing something very mild, which is what I recommend anyway, no matter what you're looking for, a drink or a mocktail, doing that to start. And then from there, if they ask you on the date, what are you looking for? You can say right now, I'm just looking for just dating until eventually I find someone who I want to be in a relationship with, but right now just dating and meeting women. So you say it like that. Which is true. I'm sure, Johan, you want to be in a relationship. And you can, if anyone listening out there never wants to be in a relationship, then you just change it and say, I'm just interested in meeting cool people and hanging out and seeing what develops. And all you have to say is something around that idea. And then, in a way to not manipulate them, you're not going to be courting them. You're not going to be, after the first date, asking them out to go to dinner and do all these fun activities. Instead, you're just going to treat it like you guys are physical. So, on the first date, you're going to try to bring her back. If you guys end up hooking up, or if the date goes well, or she doesn't come back, but it still goes well, you ask her to come over for the second date. So she knows, okay, that's what this guy is looking for. And that's good. You want her to know that. You want her to know that going out with you is not going to be this romantic time. You're not going to be going out to fancy dinner dates and fun activities and meeting your friends. It's all the way in terms of how you frame this relationship. When I say relationship, I don't mean monogamous. I'm just saying the relationship between you and her, which could be either casual or we'll say formal. Formal meaning you're looking for something committed. So If you want to frame it in a way that's casual, treat it as casual. But for you, Johan, I would definitely take off the looking for fun. And I would rethink your whole plan here in terms of the dating profile. Keep it more just about you and less about exactly specifically what you're looking for. All right. Here's one more. Hi Trip. I'm Aaron and I hope you read this message. I need a bit of your advice. I'm currently friends with this girl that I like a lot but I hesitate to make a move on her because we're part of the same friend group so I wouldn't want to change the group dynamics. I never asked her out also because she used to date a friend of ours, also part of the group, but now she's more single than ever. I think I'm giving it out a bit because sometimes I say flirty things in front of everyone towards her, but I can't find the right chance to make a move. If you could please give me some tips and tricks, it would help me a lot. Thanks. All right. Yeah, this is a common situation. And I think it's pretty normal too that people go for each other in the friend groups. That's how a lot of people meet these days. That's how a lot of people used to meet before online dating. So I don't really have a, a trick here. There's no special technique in terms of what to do with this situation. Honestly, it's you go for it or you don't. I don't want you to sit here and if you've listened to my podcast before, you know I hate strategizing for one woman. It's kind of like you just go for it or you don't, and that's what it's going to be, and you just got to weigh out the pros and cons. I don't know what your exact group dynamics are. I don't know what's going on there, but if you feel that it's something that could potentially be awkward and wrecked, If you went for her and it didn't work out or maybe if we went for her and it did work out but then you guys broke up. If you really cherish and value this group and you don't want anything to get in the way of it, well, then you have your answer. You shouldn't be going for her. I don't care how single she is, I don't care how much you're interested in her because there's so many more women out there. You don't need to treat this woman as if she's a unicorn, meaning someone who is so rare that you can't find another woman that's amazing. This is the whole basis of an abundance mindset, which means you know that there's other women out there, and you don't need to treat one as someone who's super special just because I don't know you like her or she's giving you attention or whatever it may be. And if you are deciding and figuring out, Aaron, that you know this is a group that it doesn't seem like gonna be the biggest deal, and you think you can make it work, and and if you hit on her or if you asked her out. And maybe it would be strange for a minute, but then it would go away, then just go for it. So, you didn't really ask a question here. You said, Give me some tips and tricks to help you out. Help you out with what? I think you mean going for her. But if you are interested in going for her and you've decided that you want to, it's simple as asking her out. That's it. To make the move is to ask her out. Hey, you know what? You and I should grab a drink together sometime and boom now you guys are on a date and at the end of the date go for a kiss and if it doesn't work out you'll meet someone else this is why i really encourage you guys to not just focus on your social circle as a way of meeting women it's a great way to meet women do not get me wrong but it's not the only place there is other in person options and there's also online dating so aaron understand that you have more options outside of your friend group if you don't want to wreck anything or make any bad situation of it. So there you go. Thanks for writing in. If you have a question you want to write in, you can do that. Email me, trip at tripadvice.com. Put in the subject line podcast question. Thanks for all of you who are asking questions in Trips corner. One of my favorite places to connect with all of you. Sometimes guys are not in Trips Corner because they don't have the Hooks program. They haven't signed up for coaching. You can still DM me. I usually respond. If you ask me a question though, I'm not going to be answering it because I answer the questions here on the podcast. So if you want to DM me to ask me a question, better to email me. But if you want to DM me and say hey, or tell me that you or just really enjoying the podcast or anything of that sort, I'm always happy to hear from you. TripAdvice on Instagram. Thanks so much for listening. Hope this episode was helpful for you and everyone who wrote in and I'll talk to you on the next episode.